You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, as always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, providing custom research and content marketing to the global mobile industry and offering mentoring and consulting to mobile startups. And I'm Shahab Zagari, award-winning filmmaker and executive director of marketing at Higher Ground Creative Agency. And you know, Shahab, I don't know about you, but Every conference I go to, whether I'm speaking, attending, when it comes down to what to do to figure out what works, what flies, what fails in mobile apps, the advice is nearly always the same. It's basically A-B testing. So whether you want to find the right approach for push notifications or if you want to determine the best creatives or icons for your app, right, A-B testing Mm -hmm will always get you the answer. I mean, I don't know how it is at Higher Ground Creative Agency with you, but I could imagine you have a similar approach, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that, and that goes for almost every type of marketing or campaign that we work on. But more specifically for apps, I mean, it's definitely, you know, whether it's the name of the app, the name of the game, mm-hmm. you know, uh, testing the different... Um, you know, cover images for the app. And uh, then, like you said, moving further, once you have a loyal fan, what kinds of uh, push notifications and whether or not Mm -hmm. you can segment those push notifications. I mean, it really all does come into play. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, so, you know, it's almost scientific in a way. I mean, it is in a way very much, you have Mm -hmm. a hypothesis, you test against it. So it's really important to get this right. Because this is going to tell you what works and give you also indications with, with fairly high confidence, of course, of, of what isn't working. So 
with that in mind, over at uh, Mobile Groove, which is my website, um, also a top 50 tech destination, I thought it's time to kick off a conversation around what A-B testing really is and how brands and app companies need to be approaching it. So, and by the way, I also take guest contributions at Mobile Groove. Um, that goes <laughs> for you too, Shahab, right? Love thought leadership over at my website, and I was fortunate to connect with Stable Kernel. It's an amazing company out of Atlanta that specializes in end-to-end development services to craft and design software that brands, marketers um, can use to connect directly to their across tablets, smartphones, desktops, and, of course, your passion, Shahab, wearables, and the Internet of Things. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, this is essential for marketers to think about now. My clients, they, five, ten years ago, uh, if they had the budget, would do surveys and get collection of the population to do things. And they're asking, is that the right way to go now? I mean, how do you know with billions of people downloading apps a day? Yeah, I mean, and you say that, asking people, and we're going to hear more about that because one of the reasons A-B testing is so essential is because you survey users and they either don't respond or mm-hmm. they're just maybe fudging it a little bit. You know, maybe they don't want to be so critical or maybe they want to be overly critical, you know, a bad day and they're going to give you a bad rating. But in any case, it's why I'm so excited to publish uh, this upcoming insightful column over at Mobile Groove. Probably also have something over at uh, Cranberry. .fm as well, and also even more excited, of course, to welcome our guest today from Stable Kernel. Yes, Peggy, you have a good lineup today. We have Sarah Woodward, Director of Business Development at Stable Kernel, and Jeremy Tregana, Senior iOS Developer at Stable Kernel. Great to have you both here today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's great to be here. Of course. So, you know, Peggy's told us a little bit about your company, but before we do a deep dive into that, just curious, how vibrant is the mobile app community down there in Atlanta? Well, you know, I think you'd be surprised. We have a very strong tech community here in Atlanta, and there's actually more than 200,000 Atlantans who are working in the mobile space. Oh, wow. um, you know, we're bolstered. Yeah, we're bolstered by companies like AT&T and the Weather Channel and Coca-Cola and CNN. And I don't know if you know that GSMA has their Northern American headquarters here in Atlanta. And so we've got, you know, access to great talent, too, which is really important, especially in the developer space with, like, Georgia Tech. And we have ATDC and Tech Square Labs and Atlanta Tech Village, which are all these startup communities. So we have a really strong developer community here. And it's, it's kind of nice because everyone is very collaborative and wishing to grow our community. It's great. I had no idea about that, really. I mean, I knew about Atlanta. I've been there, and I know that there are a lot of great companies down there. But, you know, it makes sense then for, in a sense, for you to to be there and uh, to be focused on A-B testing because uh, there's such talent there. But what is A-B testing? You know, we're talking about this, and we just assume people know what we're talking about. But at the same time, you know, it's very broad, and it might mean different things for different people, for marketers, developers, designers. I mean, what is it? Sure. So to your point about, you know, testing being very scientific, I'll throw a few terms at you, but, you know, A-B testing really 
it's a strategy that a lot of people use to test two versions of things, a change and a control version against each other. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the idea is to gather data from that test to reveal user behavior and preference. And so that's something that we can take from a test to implement a change that actually creates deeper engagement with audiences. And, you know, you're generally testing at a very granular level two small changes within either uh, an app or an email campaign or a marketing campaign. Um, And, you know, as a marketer, I feel like ultimately marketing developers, designers, we want the same things. We want to create deeper engagement. We want to drive some sort of action. Um, You know, maybe someone clicks on one image in an email campaign or a social post gets a higher engagement because we've made a small tweak in a messaging in messaging. And uh, Jeremy, you want to talk about the developer's perspective? So, okay. From a developer's point of view, Oftentimes, there's a misconception that we uh, don't exactly want to be involved in these kinds of things. And I'm not saying that every developer shares the same kind of opinions that I do. But generally speaking, we just kind of want to understand the problem that's trying to be solved. Because we have a particular set of talents that can sometimes help guide a, an A-B test to be, to be a little bit more focused. And to um, maybe have a better outcome at the end of the day. And I think that's kind of where we want to be involved in the process. So a little bit, what you're saying, Jeremy, is a little bit more guiding the process. So rather than test everything, just, you know, focus from a developer standpoint. Yeah, my experience has has shown, at least in the things that I've done, that you really, really want to know a few key details about what you want to test. And you want to stick to that that segment and not go too far out of bounds. Mm Mm-hmm. So again, it's like it's like all marketing, right, Shahab? I mean, it's basically know mm-hmm. what you want to achieve, know what you want, know your goals, just as you do in a marketing campaign with your clients. It's the same and then, thing and then here. Analyze the data and see how far or how close yeah. you came to that. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's so important, and that's why we have to take a break right now. But when we get back, we'll be talking again about deeper into this, looking at not just why you have to test. We've covered that, but more importantly, how to do A-B testing. So listeners, stay right there. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? I'm David Ogletree, president of WME Training. Did you know that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average? At WME Training, we can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zaghari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And our guests today here are Sarah Woodward, Director of Business Development at Stable Kernel, and Jeremy Tregana, Senior iOS Developer, also at Stable Kernel. Welcome back. Thank, Thank you. you. And so in the last segment, we talked about the why and, and why brands and app developers should A-B test. Let's focus on the how. So, you know, when you guys are working on that with your clients, with those brands you work with, what is the process of that testing? Yeah, okay. So as a, as a developer, the first thing I want to understand is who the customers are. People have different preferences, and, and that's uh, where I've found to be a good place to start the discussion about A-B testing. So when you say customers, okay, that's when you start with the customer and you say, this is who they are, this is my audience, and then I would imagine what, a specific goal as selling more or engaging more, or do you make your client identify that goal, or do they just come with you with something more blue sky and just say, I want to have more engaged customers? Yeah, so more often than not, what you end up getting with with your, your customer is pie in the sky kind of idea like this is this is what what who our, who our audience is what we mm-hmm. want to do we don't know how to get there can you help us with that mm-hmm. so clearly understanding what their end goal is even if they don't have the idea of exactly what they need to do to get there is is important that's not something that we can kind of fill in for them that's that's part of their business right so we we, we do want to make sure that they have some kind of idea even if it's not completely formed so get yeah getting that goal and then you know again to go to the, back to the how i mean what kinds of tweaks what kinds of uh strategies do you implement in order to get those results so one of the ab tests that i i did several years ago is a is a good example because going into this i had no ideas to what ab testing was i learned it through a project manager at the time and it was a really good experience for me understanding all the different parts that go into deciding what the 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 experiment is going to be mm-hmm. and more importantly how to get it done so in this case it was an online store we were selling product and in the mobile application the mobile iOS application we were getting about slightly over 1% conversion so people actually buying something through the app we had one of the designers come to us and say they had this idea about how how we could increase the the amount of of people who are actually converting not just browsing material but actually purchasing product and he started to explain his idea what it ended up turning out to be like what his his idea was was 
maybe changing background colors was going to be useful. So the way we were presenting the views had a picture of the product, all the details you'd want about the product. And it was on this kind of like playful user interface, rough edges, these kinds of things. And his idea was instead of having this be uniform, he wanted to introduce some extra colors into, uh, into the backgrounds. And so we ran a test. We knew who our customers were. He came with that information. And, and, and so with the app, did, does that mean you sent, you pushed an update and the update changed the colors. And so basically everybody got the update and then you kind of saw whether or not the conversions went up based on that. Not initially. No. Um, initially we limited the, uh, the group to a set of cohorts. I, it was people who joined in a certain week of the year. It was about uh, uh. 600 people. And, and we deployed the, a new version of the application with uh, an A-B test built into it that hit those particular people. So when they'd sign in, we'd get their information, know what test they were going to run, right? And, and we'd set up their, their views to run this test. And what we found was for that set of users, um, it actually made a measurable difference. Hmm. So, by, so just stepping back for a moment, it seems to me that there's like a lot of underlying thinking and hypothesis here. I'm just curious, you know, you at Stable Kernel, do you also help your clients in understanding and, and forming and formulating these hypotheses, really? Because if you think about it, otherwise you're going to be testing everything or maybe um, testing something that isn't going to get you to your end goal. So the clients, as you said, Jeremy, you know, sometimes have blue sky ideas. What about you, Sarah? Do you help in any way in the sort of like the consulting here? And, or do you see that there's a reason Absolutely. to do that? Absolutely. You know, sometimes they just have this problem and they don't know what the solution is. And so they're looking to us to kind of help them figure out, you know, what is, what is the approach? What can we test? What can we change about something? And then sometimes, you know, they want to change something that um, we actually would recommend that they don't change in order to, uh, uh, you know, impact something. But we'll do extensive user, user research to kind of help them figure out what are the things we should look at to make some sort of change in behavior. And it's interesting. So recently we've worked with client who they really wanted to change something internally and we didn't really think it was the best idea for the design and it's a product that has a thermostat within it and it allows homeowners to change their temperature of their you know thermostat yeah, inside from their phone app mm-hmm. yeah right and the original the original versions of the app which we did build had a tap function to increase or decrease the temperature. Well, they wanted to do a swipe function. So you'd sort of like swirl around in a circle to achieve the same concept, you know, and we didn't really think that this was going to work, but, you know, we went through the process of creating that screen, creating the function to perform in that way, and then release it to a control group. And what we found is that it's actually more inefficient and users over, you know, like, overshoot their target temperature with this swipe feature because it's not an exact thing, whereas you can just press a button to get to the number you want. And so, you know, they they kind of said, all right, well, we're going to table that idea because if it's not useful to our users, then there's absolutely no point in making a change. 
and, you know, yeah, and so I think that's that's, that's 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 the important part about it is you know especially with apps, people are just implementing things and assuming that you know that's just the right way to do it, and not really knowing whether or not it falls flat. Right, and you know, in in A/B testing, that happens a lot of times. Sometimes you just really don't know what's going to make an impact, and you are kind of guessing. It's not it's not always an exact science to figure out what that variation is that's going to achieve a desired result. And so sometimes you have to do this several times in order to get to where you have data that really is going to inform what you should do next. So I'm curious because you, Shahab, you know, you have your clients, they come to you, they say, you know, we have these goals. And then we've got a company like Stable Kernel that is like, you know, crafting something as well that will sort of meet those goals is it going to happen more and more in the future that companies like your two companies are basically working more together, so agencies are working more closely? Or how does that relationship work so that basically people like you, Shahab, can, can do what your clients are asking? Well, you know, it's tough to tell, but I do hope so. I hope so, because anytime we sit with clients, we always, you know, drill home that good campaigns – you know, good software won't save bad ways of presenting them. So, you know, before they throw their money away on just random advertising campaigns, you know, they need to know that Mm. what they've got will actually help or, you know, find a way to do what these people need it to do. So in the early days of advertising, you'd come up with a survey and you'd test people and you'd, you know, ask them questions before and after they see certain products. But, you know, in this day and age of digital and mobile, I mean, things are so exponentially huge, you know, without, well, that's a great point. You know, that's, that's a great point, Shahab. So, I mean, you, Sarah, Jeremy, I mean, how do you see that? What's your role turning into? It looks like it's something, of a hybrid between what an agency would do and what a, what a studio would do. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think that to Jahab's point for us, building software is about creating value and creating mm-hmm. usefulness. There's a lot of companies out there who are just like, Oh my gosh, mobile apps, we got to have one. And yet they don't really have a purpose, you know? And so we really, I mean, I can tell you we've turned away clients who just want to build something for the sake of building something. And, I, you know, maybe that's not a smart, you know, revenue-generating move on our part. But at the same time, like, our reputation is built on creating value. And so even if, uh, you know, prospective client doesn't realize they're not creating value, we want to help them figure out well, what actually is valuable to us? And so um, we have, you know, we're not just an implementer. We really are a strategic partner with our clients and helping them figure out what decisions do we make that will help us deliver on our business objectives and what, what's really going to help us create value for our customers and our partners. And that's, I mean, that's really important. And we're working with a lot of marketing agencies, actually, who, you know, don't have internal teams to develop as part of maybe their marketing campaigns or something, but they still need products to launch along with their campaigns. So yeah, we, uh, we partner with agencies all the time. 
Well, that's a great point, and it is so incredibly core to business strategy. So we have to take a break right now, but when we get back, we'll be talking about some do's and don'ts that will allow you to achieve some of these objectives and, of course, add value to the customer experience. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And our guest today, Sarah Woodward, Director of Business Development at Stable Kernel, and Jeremy Tregona, Senior iOS Developer, also at Stable Kernel. And again, this is the part of the show that our listeners have come to love, uh, where our guests help share some top tips. Today's top tips are going to be for those brands who are just getting started with A-B testing. So, uh, Jeremy, how about uh, tip number one? I would say that the first tip that I would have for anybody just starting out would be to ensure that they have some knowledge of what who their customers are and what they they current like how they currently use your application um that's a great point to start from to decide whatever it is that you want to do okay um so uh tip number two okay one know your customer two perhaps you sarah ah Sure. I say set realistic goals. Um, don't try to test everything. Start with one thing and distribute it to a good number of users. Unless you are a huge company, you're not going to distribute a change to 6,000 users. So set realistic goals. 
um, about what you're going to start out with and who you're going to distribute it to. Specific goals. That's good. And tip number three? I would say that the third tip that I would have for anybody just starting out is to have patience. These things take time and you, you want to make sure that you're not ending them too soon or taking too long to gather the information that you need. This usually aligns with what your goal is, right? So make sure that you take the time that you need and try not to rush things. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let, let me let me ask for a, a fourth tip here. So once you do the testing, is there a specific tip you can give for analyzing that data or is does that really differ from industry to industry? Yeah, there's a whole lot of different tools to analyze the data. And while they do share some common threads, you really, really have to know what what tool it is you're going to use or that you should use um, before so, you so, can. So, kinda... so give some suggestions here, Jeremy. I mean, we okay. can't approach it as a scientist, but we can say, yep. you know, you want to figure out when have you really hit the nail on the head? When have you succeeded? And what tools might at least give you an idea? So you really want to know your tools. You want to make sure that you're able to understand the data that that you're logging and what what that might be depends on your goals. So as an example, you can set up a uh, a funnel in Mixpanel as a as an example of an analytics tool that you might use that will track information about how many times a user has clicked on the buy button and actually entered credit card information, right? So that's a that's an example of one metric that might be useful for your application. Making sure you know how that how that funnel of data comes in to, to match that metric is is important. Well, there's a lot we could cover, and I guess we'll have to have you maybe back another time to talk about, you know, what do you do when you want to know if you're successful or how do you move ahead once you've just started? You know, what's the intermediate for A-B testing? But unfortunately, we run out of time right now. But Sarah and Jeremy, I mean, how can our listeners... Stay in touch with you and continue to maybe follow what's going on in your blogs or over at Stable Kernel. How can they keep in touch? Absolutely. We are at StableKernel.com and we are on Twitter as Stable Kernel. We publish a lot of developer tips and tricks. We have some of the, in my opinion, world's best developers in-house and they are constantly writing on um, content that is designed to help improve our developer community by giving them access to learning materials. So please come check us out. We've got a lot of interesting stuff and we also have a lot of content for uh, marketers to learn more about app development and software and the process of how things work. So all over at stablekernel.com, right? .com. Okay. How about you, Shahab? Well, uh, they can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. And you can check out our portfolio over at HigherGroundCreative.agency. And you can email me, Peggy, at MobileGroove.com, MobileGroove, where you can also find my portfolio of content, marketing, and app marketing services. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann. So thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm or you can also find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio by searching Mobile Presence. So thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your target audience with mobile. And remember, every minute is mobile. So make every minute count. We'll see you next week.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.